Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. We were gone for a week because guess what? Tim and I, both of our children, were born basically the same week. So Tim had a birthday party. I had a birthday party. Tim was getting his landscaping done. We were just super busy. So we decided, hey, we'll take a break for a week. We're back tonight. We're recording on a Thursday night. I will be editing it and posting it as soon as I can. Because, you know, I'm I'm nice like that. Right. And happy uh, first day of uh, the 2022-2023 NFL football season. Yes. As the Rams have lost, would you say it was 31 to 10, Tim? 31 to 10 against the the Bills of Buffalo. Shame. The pride, Shame. pride, of, pride of fireball. Was it Von Miller with them last year? Uh, yes, I believe so. He was, yeah, he was the Super Bowl with them, yeah. Okay, well, we got a lot of stuff to cover, so we're going to get right into it. As you heard, Tim's here. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we are back at it. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Today is Disney Plus Day as we record. Um, not as epic as I thought it was going to be. Um, I do think me and Tim kind of predicted correctly that it was going to be overshadowed by D23. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about rumors, you name it. There's a lot of stuff going on that we have to go over, but we're going to start it off with, um, Megan the stallion last week. Um, we probably wouldn't even gotten this in the episode last week cause we recorded later, but, uh, she has officially joined the Marvel cinematic universe in She-Hulk Attorney at Law. It was an amazing, hilarious scene. Um, I really didn't think she was going to be in it more than a small, small cameo. Um, so it's kind of out there. It's been two weeks. And what's really funny is they also had a um, like a talking head thingy with um, the main girl, the one that plays She-Hulk talking about how like she's basically hinting at there's budget cameos going to be happening. So they took like, it's kind of funny the way they, they they're playing. It is very smart and very funny. They're trying to, you know, I'll go into my review of it. I'm loving the show so far. I'm loving the concept. People are hating certain things about it, but I am loving them describing certain things with certain ways. Um, a lot of times you do have a problem where, Sometimes, you know, they'll explain something just to explain something. You know what I mean? Like, they'll say, oh, you know, Tim's missing because he went on an adventure by himself. Like, that's the old school trope where if a character wasn't on a show, that's what would happen. So they're doing a really good job by not basically, we're not stupid. We're not stupid. We're we're smart. So, um that has been a great thing for me with that. I do greatly appreciate the way that they're um, they're bringing that to us. And um, I do think I need to watch the newest episode that I will be watching tonight. Um, but, you know, again, Megan Thee Stallion is in there and there's a bunch of amazing memes. And what I do like, too, for those of you that are watching, make sure you watch all of the end credits, not just for the cutscenes. But they also, if you watch the hand-drawn comic-y type drawings, they do showcase things that happen after the fact that don't play a role in the show but are kind of funny. Like one guy going on a date with Megan Thee Stallion. It's just, it's funny. So Tim doesn't watch it, so he doesn't have fun with us. 
nope, I got no no clue. But it is cool, like you said, how they do let like the in cut scenes, credit scenes, you know, not only just you know post credits, but then a lot of them now having like almost like a double in cut scene. Um, yeah. And those are are uh, you know <clears throat> most of them are you know funny comedic like um, you know obviously ties in to the movie, so it's it's pretty cool. Where you know before credits come, you know you bounce, you know, you were done. You were out of the movie theater before the credits even ended. Or mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, nope, every, everyone's, and nobody gets up um, after any, you know, any movie now, especially um, a Marvel-type movie. So it's pretty cool that, that, they're, that they're doing that. Or that they have, that they, yeah, that they have done it. Which it is kind of funny because um, when I was like, um, when I was looking at some of like the end credit things, like I remember when they first, when the people first started like talking about cutscenes, and you'd be there and someone would stand up and leave, and you're like, hey, idiot, there's a cutscene. And now it feels like you don't even need to see anything that's going to pertain to the show. Like you, you want to see something funny. It's great. So, um, as we did mention, um, there's a lot of stuff that's dropping right now. I don't understand why, but Lego Disney. 100th anniversary minifigures are coming in 2023, which is smart because those minifigs are legitimately the most sought after things ever. And if you're doing a 100th anniversary of Disney, that's, I, I don't even know. I won't be able to get my hands on them. I know that. Right, exactly. And they're, you know, they're Lego, so they're going to be good quality in, <clears throat> anyways. So it'll be interesting to see um, how they release that. Yeah, did you um did you know that um the reason why Legos were made? Nah, I couldn't tell you. The uh the guy was looking for toys for his kids, but he couldn't find anything in certain because certain materials were short uh supply. So he found a way to make use recycled plastic to make these blocks. And that's what happened. I thought it was kind of cool. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so the Walt Disney Company is re- reportedly considering Amazon Prime style membership program. Now, I believe it involves Disney Plus and like even like park membership. Like it's like a very elaborate. I didn't get too far into it because I didn't want to, to, to just delve into it because then I'm going to start wanting what they're trying to give us. But they're literally doing um, – I should have checked my email. I didn't check my email for this. But they sent out emails apparently too. They're going to be sending out like gift bat boxes to people for randomly for being subscribed to Disney+. Plus. Like they're just going all out. I know the Amazon Prime style thing is kind of smart because if you get Disney Plus and a pass, people don't realize – if you go to the parks every single day with a, uh, what are they called? They're still magic keys, right? Yeah, Disneyland. Yeah. So if you go to the parks as many days as you can with a magic key, whether it be 355, 300, you literally cannot go enough to. Well, now you can't go 365 with a magic key, but. True. But there. 
they're 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 never gonna lose money on you. Like people think like because we we calculated it. I think we me and you did it that one year we got the passes. And I think I had to go a total of 10 days in order for the pass to pay for itself. One pass. Mm-hmm. We went for a total of 30 days, 33 days that year. Well, yeah, so, 10 days for one pass. But if you and your wife go, you have two passes. So it's, it's 10 days per pass. So Right. So we went uh-huh. 33 days total. And here's the thing. So technically after that 10th day, we weren't paying for the pass or for the parking actually either, but we literally had carnation cafe. Every time we were there, we had churros, we had ice cream. We splurged on the food because we were like, Hey, we're not paying for parking. We're not paying to come in. So I think an Amazon style thing would be brilliant because what you're going to end up seeing is people are not going to take advantage of every single thing. And then it's also going to lead into other things. So I think it's kind of a good idea. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what. Um, I don't know what else they can include in it to make it even even better. But the two that I did see was Disney Plus and um, Park membership. There are deep rumors about um, basically Disney Plus absorbing um, Hulu the way we, me and Tim have been predicting for what? six months now about them absorbing it the european style so don't know what's going to happen but disney's making a lot a lot of moves um and we're going to find out more because tomorrow is the first day of d23 so we're going to find out a lot yeah and the thing is is bob chapek is all about like he rolled out you know like disney plus was his big thing you know all of these um more so i don't know what you want to call them like multimedia type deals yes is his you know forte um so you know on that it it doesn't you know the more i i think about it's like oh this is right up his alley he's trying to you know do his legacy now um and get it going and people will love it but then they'll still knock on him for whatever it is it's like oh wait you love that which is his idea but yet you're still gonna knock on him um which is funny and i mean it it makes sense and i wonder what other companies will start doing something you know like an amazon prime style membership so i mean if disney's gonna do it you know they're the best ones to do it the best ones to put the money and everything behind it um to do it now let's just hope if there's you know if something is lacking or whatnot that they listen to their consumers and yeah. tweak it and change it because it'll be an ever evolving thing because nobody has really done it before. You know, I mean, even Amazon prime, you know, they tweaked it and changed it. And now, I mean, look at it. I mean, everyone's got almost everyone's got Amazon prime. I mean, there's stuff you could order today, and get tomorrow. There's stuff you could even get same day um, or at the longest, you know, you're getting it in, in two days, free shipping. I actually did that one time the same day, and it was trippy. It was real trippy. Right. I just wanted to see how it would work because it said it the same day, and I'm like, no, it won't. Um, I do know they're having problems right now, but that's more of a well, yeah. uh, supply chain type thing. Or, but... yeah, supply and logistic type deal. But, yeah, I know it, it, it is crazy where you order it in the morning, and it's there, you know, when you get home from work. 
I mine was four hours later. So I don't know how they do it, but they did it. Right. Um, next we have uh, Revenge of the Mummy opens for technical rehearsals at Universal Studios Florida. Florida. Um, hopefully it's good. I don't know. It's kind of up in the air for me on that. I, I love the Mummy. I'm glad that Brendan Fraser is doing so great. Um, all we'll mention since we are talking about the Mummy. He did get a standing ovation for his role in a movie called The Whale. It's about him being severely overweight and he having a strange relationship with his daughter and he wants to get healthier or something like that to, to be with her, to, you know, be a parent kind of thing. Um, and also The Rock congratulated him because Brendan Fraser, I did not know this, The Rock's first movie role was as the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns. And... Mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser pushed to have him in the film. So The Rock was like, I am so hate- grateful for my friend who pushed very hard for me to get my first acting role. So um, congratulations to Brendan Fraser. Hopefully it's good. Um, right. Vaccinated guests will no longer be required to take COVID-19 tests to sail on Disney Cruise Line. Um Connor from Concon's Cantina just went on a cruise not too long ago. He had to take a COVID test before he could go. Um, they weren't doing the ones on the ship anymore because he wouldn't do it because there was, I think they calculated it. If he would have done it, they would have had to pay like $250 a person just in COVID tests. Wow. And they, they were, and, they, and they make you take, and they make yep, you get one. Yep, exactly. Speaking of a racket. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, um, for those of you that want to go on Disney Cruise Lines and you are vaccinated, congratulations, you have the opportunity. Um, and then lastly, in the regular pile, I did already kind of do the review of She-Hulk. Um, I did want to announce that they did, um, Ink Master is back with the season 14. They dropped two episodes the first night. Um, it's kind of funny because I kind of knew what was going to happen because I follow a ton of the artists and they gave them because they're all veterans. They've all been on like the last couple of seasons that they showed. And ironically enough, they brought back um, three of the people from the finale who didn't get to go to the finale because of COVID. So they brought them back. And what's funny is I'm not going to spoil who gets eliminated in any of the episodes, but the tattoo artists that I follow that didn't do any promo are the ones that got eliminated the first two episodes. So I thought that was funny that they didn't do it, but um, it is host uh, by which I think it's, it's, um, I almost said John Madden, but it's not, it's, um, oh, what's his name? It's the guy from Girl Charlotte, Joel Madden. I believe it's Joel. I don't think it's Benji. Um, but it's, I, I'm so, I'm literally so happy it's back. I know a lot of people are sad because, you know, um, Dave Navarro is only back in like a um, partial role um, because he. There was a lot of controversy when they ended it because, the, you know, those guys were all in the production. So when you're involved in production, you don't want to do anything stupid. And Oliver Peck has some shady stuff happen. It's just been a, a mess from the get from from the end of the season. It is Joel Madden. So Joel Madden is the one ho- hosting it. Um, you have some of the uh, best tattoo artists out. Uh, so you have uh, Ryan Ashley, who won one season, who she's a judge. 
uh, Nico Hurtado, who his work is beautiful and amazing. And you also have Amy James, who was on, um, I think, was it Miami? I think is what he's from. Um, and then obviously uh, Dave Navarro returns to the Master of Chaos. Um, first two episodes are great. They both came out on the 7th. Um, I don't know when the next episode's drop. It is on a Paramount Plus. So I legitimately am keeping Paramount Plus just for that because I literally rewatched all of them during COVID and I love them. So, um, yeah, uh, glad for that to be back. Um, House of the Dragon, phenomenal show, amazing um, Game of Thrones content. Um, Matt Smith is just killing it. Um, both the actresses that play Rhaenyra and uh, Alicent Hightower are amazing. It's going to be sad that we're going to see them go because they will be doing time jumps, but it is a very fantastic film. And I do feel like George R.R. Martin has more influence on this series. And it's very evident in um, a lot of the interviews he's doing, he is explaining why he's happier with the current content and what they're showing because he feels like they didn't have a good enough budget for the first season of Game of Thrones. And so they're revisiting certain things done then in this. So it's kind of cool. Um, and then lastly, I have not watched um, the new Lord of the Rings series. Um, I am not a fan. I am contemplating on a Friday doing a spoiler type thingy with uh, Connor for our podcast because Connor does love Lord of the Rings and I know nothing about it. And I know our fans want to hear about it. So um, you know, we'll see. Uh, and then the last thing is the before uh, this is going to come out. So it may also may have been announced already, but uh, there is a rumor they will be announcing at D23, the um, Scarlet, Witch standalone film, which if you haven't watched um, multiverse of madness, that basically was a Scarlet, Witch standalone standalone film, but the marketing was directed at Doctor Strange, and it's more of a Scarlet Witch vehicle, but I digress. Um, but let us know if there's anything else you're watching. I am catching up on quite a bit of shows. Um, you know, the ability to watch it on my phone now, especially if I'm like, you know, like I was the past few days working somewhere where I was bored because I had to sit and watch Chemical Inject. You know, it's one of those things where I just kind of want to watch more stuff. So let us know. Go to uh, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming and uh, go to all those links and tell us what's up. Um, now we're going to go to the Disney Parks pile. Um, this one is it's kind of it's obvious. So Josh Delmaro says rising prices and, and discontinuation of services at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort is an inevitable result of progress. Do you agree, Tim? I mean... It kind of makes sense because if you're going to, you know, at first I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever, really, you know, that's, you're, you're just saying, you're just saying something, but then I kind of thought about it. It's like, well, I mean, it makes sense because I mean, how much stuff has come and gone already, um, both, you know, of services, um, that have come and gone, um, on it and, you know, and rising prices too. I mean, that's just. It didn't. It didn't cost, you know, what it cost five years ago. It doesn't cost the same as as today, you know. Let alone, in, you know, fifty five when it first opened. I mean, that's just, you know, an you know, inevitable result of progress, like he says. I mean, you want progress on it. You want all of these things, but then you you either don't want to pay for them or don't want to pay 
as much for them. It's like, well, hold on, wait, do you want it to be the best that it can be, which is what, you know, we are as far as Disney um, or and pay that premium price for it for the, you know, the Disney product or do you want to pay a discounted price for it and you kind of get what you get? Well, you're going to, no matter what, you're going to be mad at it because I got to pay this higher price, but, um, you know, I'm getting the product, but I got to pay the higher price or, oh, I'm playing this lower price, but look, you know, look at this product. It's garbage. It's like, well, hold, hold on, wait, you can't, you know, can't have your cake and eat it too. Um, you know, and rising prices are rising prices. We, we knew that it, it, it is what it is. Um, and there's what, you know, every year for like five years, you know, in February, prices would go up. We knew that it was inevitable. So, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it as long as, you know, they do the right thing and not, you know, this, when they discontinue services, you know, hopefully it's not just a trend of everything leaving and nothing coming which I don't think it is, but, you know, it's just re revamping different things. You know, some service may, and the thing is, is maybe people don't use that service that much. It may be offered, but it's like, hey, actually, we're kind of losing money on this because nobody uses it, but we still have to have somebody there, um, a cast member to, to staff it. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Disney's going to do whatever Disney's going to do. They got the numbers. They know it. They got the team behind it. So. Um, you know, it, it, and for him to come out, it's funny that Josh tomorrow says it and not Bob Chapek said it because everyone don't like Bob, you know, we, we don't, we yeah. don't talk about Bob or with Josh, you know, he's kind of, you know, the cool guy, Hey, you know, knows what's going on. <clears throat> um, so for him to kind of say, it's like, Hey, you know what, let me say it and they'll take it better if I say it than if you say it type deal yeah i think the the big thing for everything that was said too is um it's basically i i think they're trying to change the way the diehards look at the idea that walt designed the parks as an ever-changing entity and this is a part of the ever-changing entity aspect of it where things are always going to be evolving and becoming new so right. people get mad about discontinuations and like people don't realize. So when they started getting rid of some of the performers at Disney World because of the co the COVID pandemic, they don't realize they really saved those people's jobs because if they would have tried to keep them employed or not just let their contract run out, you think they're going to let them come back? They 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 have plans for everything. Now. Obviously, some things are not going to work out the way you want them to. Things do change. It is what it is. But um, thank you, Josh, for being honest, at least, because, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I feel like he's trying to put a brave face on because he is the one that was walking around when they had to shut down the parks, hugging all the cast members because he knew how much of an effect it would have on them. And people were truly shocked because. It's not the Bob Chappick thing. Like we could see he's dead in the eyes when people were walking back in the parks when it reopened. Josh DeMauro was truly, they said that he was, you could see he was emotional. So um, thank you for just being truthful on this one. Um, 
Lastly, for the general pile, we have Ron Logan, Disney legend behind Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, Fantasmic, and more. Passes away at age 84. Yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy that that, I mean, obviously he's, you know, a Disney legend, but has done a lot of the nighttime spectaculars um, on it. So, uh, you know, all of the, you know, Illuminations was good. Fantasmic was good. Um, you know, so if it wasn't for him, probably wouldn't have, not necessarily wouldn't have had it, but may not have been um, as good as it was. So we we thank the Mr. Uh, Mr. Logan. Yeah. So, um, you know, people and people don't realize like he's 84 and he probably designed Fantasmic how long ago? Right. Well, and I can't remember when um, Fantasmic uh preview i mean uh not previewed premiered so you know and and it was you know it takes it took time to create it so it's not like oh it was just a year before that so um may 13th 92 so you know early 90s is when when they were working on it so, I mean, there, there you go. Uh, and we do also want to, you know, uh, I forgot to mention that, you know, the Queen of England passed away. Um, I, I just, I just started, I saw an article, they revealed that she had blood cancer. Huh, interesting. That's why she was going downhill so fast that she had blood cancer. So, RIP to Mr. Logan and the Queen. Um, you know. So 96, that's a long ways to go, especially 70 years as queen. That's a long time. Right. right, And 70 years this year because yeah. she took over in 52. Yep. Um, now we have Disney Resorts Abroad. Uh, tangled round ride being built at Disneyland Paris, likely to be announced at D23. Um, they, they picked the weirdest rides for Paris. What? It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But then the other thing is, is on the parks abroad, they have like the most sophisticated, like, ride systems. True. That the you Pirates know. one in Japan, the uh, was it Tokyo Sea Disney, that Pirates of the Caribbean where you don't actually move. It's legitimately like it, it moves like in a small track. It barely does it. It's all animatronics and uh, video boards. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and the boat moves side to side and and rotates as well on it you know there's there's that one which is the new one i mean um then mystic manor was one of the the first trackless ones so you got Mm -hmm. that you know that whole uh you know ride system it's like oh wait you get the awesome ride systems but like you said some of them are just interesting i mean i mean they don't have rules and regulations or different set of rules or regulations then not True. only, you know, obviously California has the most stringent, but, you know, in Florida, but then just the United States versus abroad. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see uh, See if they bring Tangled over here because they've been kind of the big rides over here go over there. Like they do have their Avengers campus that they built or just opened. So they mm-hmm. are taking some stuff. But um, now on to the Disney World pile. Walt Disney World announces the official end date of March 31st, 2023 for 50th anniversary 
the world's most magical celebration, which is weird because I know with the uh, 60th for Disneyland, did you go? You came with that. We, we went to Disneyland 60th together, didn't we? I can't remember. I can't remember. I think we did. I think we we met there because I remember we got the picture. My your your phone picture on my phone for your contact is us on the cars ride because I used the room key I got from the beginning of the 60th to get the extra the uh, early morning hour because they you just show it to them they let you buy, but um, they had an end date when they started that so that's just kind of weird like I don't know if they're trying to melt the merch or what they're trying to do but well, it's weird and- they announce it part way through. Yeah, well, and with it, I think it was some, uh, you know, COVID issues as well. Were that would make with, sense? Because um, normally it's like an eighteen-month-long uh, type deal where now right. it's like, hey, here's the ends coming up. So, like you said, get your merch or or whatnot, or it got extended, but it kind of got extended indefinitely. So, you know, now they have an end date. So, end of March next year. Yeah. Um. Walt Disney World Railroad spotted testing at Magic Kingdom ahead of long-awaited return. We've been waiting for this for a long time, so no surprise. Glad I, I did see they did post a picture. I think it was last week of all the engineers where they were coming. They brought them back into service. I think it was last week or the week before. So yeah, well, um, and with it, I mean, it's all it's all because of Tron because it's got to go through um, some of the uh, pillars that that tron is so that's the whole reason for it and i think they had to reroute the track a little bit so with tron coaster testing now um you know that now they're just putting the finishing touches on on that now it's like okay tron the coaster's done okay now finish up the railroad so we can get it going yeah so they are bringing a lot of stuff back so we'll see um, Tron light cycle run canopy fully illuminated and interacting with roller coaster trains at Magic Kingdom. That thing is so, so ready. And it says it's already getting standing and the ride isn't even open yet. <laughs> right. So, so I saw that. I'm like, oh man, what are they, you know, what is it? What are they looking, you know, talking about? Like, oh my gosh, is there something like just glaring, you know, on it? Well, the thing is, they have, they've had that canopy up for a while and it's going to get weathered because of how well a just the the weather in florida in florida general. yeah but then the way that because that canopy's got to protect all of you know the lights on the inside of it to make it work how it does so it doesn't really i'm, I'm sure it's somewhat staining or whatnot but i'm sure if you go up there with the pressure washer and just hit it. It looks like you could tell the spots where like the rain comes to where the water drips down. And whatnot. so it was probably just w- wind blowing dirt up there and making like a mud type thing up there. Yeah, that's that's what that's what it looked like. It didn't look like, oh, my gosh, it's too crazy. It's like, oh, hold on. Wait, you know, why are we going to keep <laughs> washing this uh, the canopy off when, you know, it's not, you know, let's wait till it to open up and then give it a good once over. Because that that canopy's been up for almost a year i think oh yeah it's been up for for a while because they had to get that up first before they could put all the electronics and lights and everything on it got to protect it somehow so and it's florida weather you got sun and you got rain so and humidity and what's funny is is i will talk to connor in the morning and then that afternoon i'll see that the park flooded and he's like and i'm like was it raining when i talked to you And he's like no no so um 
New the Haunted Mansion Doom Buggy Pet Bed arrives at Walt Disney World for for fifty nine ninety nine. I don't know if I'd pay that much for my dog, but no, I wouldn't. But it does look pretty cool. Yeah, uh, cast rehearsals begin for the return of Fantasmic at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is normal. Uh, getting that stuff ready to come back. Guest post video jumping over barricade into futuristic living room scene of Space Mountain exit. Why? Dude, that one was, I don't know if you saw the video or not, it was so for, like, either TikTok or Instagram or whatnot. And you hear somebody saying, oh, wait, what are you doing? Why? No, no, stop. Um, but, yeah, I know you can totally see it was looked like a, not necessarily teenager, young adult, but went up there, sat down, posed for the picture, and then, um, yeah, it's like, okay, somebody needed it. And, and that's what's sad is, is like so everyone knows in the podcast i'm have a social club and there's a lot of us older social clubs that like you know like we're there to have fun but when you see garbage you pick it up which you rarely see garbage anywhere at the parks you just but if you do see anything you pick it up um and then also like you're always trying to be courteous and making sure people aren't doing stupid stuff and now these kids it's just like it's it's free range it's like Let's go in there and see how much damage we can do. Let's see how much trouble we can get. Because <clears throat> guess what? They're not real cops. And I'm like, it feels like super disrespectful. You know, you know, it, I, I just can't explain it. It just bothers me a lot. It's it's like it's entitlement. I think you know, with this newer generation. Yeah, that that makes sense. They, you know, but, it's sad. Right. But one last thing on. On a on a lighter note, uh, a lot of stuff has been coming out. Like in the past, I don't know, hour, hour and a half. Um, every time my update website, it's just something new that pops up from D twenty three. Um, but the Journey of Water, uh, inspired by Moana, it's gonna have a sixteen foot tall uh, Tafiti in it. So really, that, yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, that is pretty lo- cool. It looks awesome because this guy is sharing i think he's an imagineer is sharing on his um instagram page so well man imagine that was your job the day before d23 hey just put all these po- photos out there so we have something to talk about man right. we, well, we, we, we need to do something more things to talk about in disneyland so yeah and on to the disneyland pile the giant mickey pumpkin and carved character face pumpkins arrived at disneyland for halloween 2022 making me happy for halloween did you know with that pumpkin, it's got two different faces on it? Yeah. <clears throat> one's uh, one's winking, and then one ha- uh, is not has winking. fangs, doesn't it? No, it, well, the- it may, but one side is like it's yeah, winking. one's yeah, one's winking, one's not, and the and the other one is uh, is not. So it's not like oh, hey, take it on this. Side. You know, both sides are the same. I that, that that's how I found out because when we went that one year for my birthday. Um, we were downtown. We, we were walking toward, walking away from the flag retreat, and we took a selfie. And somebody else we knew was there. And I'm like, "Where's that pumpkin at?" And then I realized when we left on the other side, it was a different face. On the other side, yeah. On the other side, which is smart because that makes that area a higher picture area. And while they do sometimes have character photos there, it's kind of a, lo- a lot more limited there. So, yeah. Uh, 
Disneyland opens small retail kiosk in Space Mountain queue. What? Yeah, it was weird. It was like behind, um, like one of the areas. Once you kind of like get into um, the ride there, because you get like the queue outside, and you start walking through um, the interior of it, and there it was just a little pop-up stand. I mean, nothing big or anything like that. But the thing is, is that that queue isn't you're not waiting in the queue for that long which i don't understand why you'd be selling stuff there and then the other thing is is if you're selling stuff there that means you're gonna have you know more um trash there you're gonna need you know more cleanup it it was just it was it it was interesting it's not like how when radio springs first opened i mean we got in line um at because we did it right before park closed like at 10 30 because it closed at at 11. i remember that i remember you telling me about that and yeah and we got out like at two in the morning it was like a four-hour line and they had it wasn't like set uh like stands but people that had like drinks like you see at the ball games where they kind of have the their uh hold you know holding the drink uh you know things on it (laughs) uh you know individual drink holders so you know hey you want water you want this you know what not um on it so you know that was cool but yeah this was like a full-on stand set up which is interesting but it is hey, interesting i'm sure that you know, <clears throat> i try, mean try trying it out and hey if you know they get enough people to go through there that pays for the food and that cast member well then it's worthwhile I mean, do you think that they're um, they're losing money on Space Mountain merchandise because of all the Star Wars stuff? I I don't know. I never had any uh, got any Space Mountain Space Mountain merchandise besides maybe a photo. I mean, because technically, Space Mountain is shares the same building as Star Tours, basically, right there with the merch stuff. Yeah. So. It dumps you out right into it. I think the only merch I've ever seen for Space Mountain is when it's Ghost Galaxy. <clears throat> yeah, Which, yeah. Either that one, or if it's an anniversary and they have a, a shirt or a logo or whatnot that they throw on clothes. Which have you ever seen my uh, photo of me on Ghost Galaxy with my nephew? Mm-mm. Where uh, we went on it, and I go, I told my sister, I'm like, "Are you sure you want him to go on this?" I think he was. I think he was four or five. He was just tall enough. Oh, and she's wow. like, why? And I go, I'm pretty sure it's scary. It's, and yeah. she's like, so I told him, I go, if you get scared, just, just close your eyes and hold Uncle Chris's hand. So right. the photo on Space Mountain, for those that don't know, you go through, take the photo. His eyes are squeezed super tight, and he's <laughs> looking the wrong direction. So everyone's looking like the normal kind right. of away from the camera he's looking towards like the side of the car into the oh. darkness because his eyes are perfectly closed it, yeah yeah well and that it's it, it, the that uh that logo that they use or that skull that they use it's is, like a it's like a it's like a death metal band's logo exactly it's um what's the oh what the heck was that movie was it Keanu, no, Nick Cage movie where he's a motorcycle dude. Oh, it's Ghost Rider. Ghost yeah. Rider. There you go. Yeah, that's. that's it looks very it's similar. It's a flaming skull that you see when you go up the first thing. Yeah. It is not. It is not. And there's ghosts flying around everywhere. Yeah, and the and the music it's, and the yeah. It's basically, the it's basically the scene from the dining room 
on Haunted Mansion on a roller coaster. It's basically what it is because the ghosts are flying around. Right. Yeah. You know, I will say I get more scary every time the TIE fighter flies down when it was Hyperspace Mountain. That scared, oh, yeah. that scared me every time. I don't know why. Right. Um, no, they, they did that one good. Um, construction walls up around the iconic Mickey's Floral at Disneyland. I think that's they unveiled it. It's the um, now they're now they're down now they're down. It's um, what is is it um, a cat? I think. No, they did um, artificial turf. They've done a lot of artificial turf around the oh, resort. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, so that whole area, that lawn area, is now artificial turf. Um, and then they put new plants in the Mickey Floral, but the flowers haven't bloomed yet. So it's, I mean, you could you could see it, but it's just not as vibrant with colors because flowers um, haven't aren't blooming yet and then they also did um the grass on the haunted mansion view all of the grass over there is now um artificial artificial i mean you gotta save money somewhere from watering and stuff like that it's gonna be a pain in the butt though cleaning up cat poop off that so congratulations on that yeah well that and that's what i guess i listened to is um there are two custodial cast members uh formal custodial cast members and they said you know, not only that, but if anybody spills soda, um, ice cream, candy, anything that's sticky or whatnot, you know, with the lawn, you can kind of just pick it up. You know, it'll maybe rip some blades of grass out or whatnot. We're now with this, it's like, okay, how do we do it? Do we hose it down? You're going to have to hose it down, yeah. Bottle and rub it out. You know, it's going to be a lot harder to, um, to clean it up. Well, they'll figure it out. Um Dress like you live on Batu with new Black Spire Outpost hat has arrived at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland for $29.99. They are doing a lot more cosplay-esque type stuff. They do have the Jedi poncho. I believe they do have the poncho as well from the Forest Moon of Endor in the Star Wars area of Tomorrowland. So they kind of are doing some cool stuff like that. Um before we so and so this one's kind of cool because I don't know if you know this so my son's birthday we asked him we go what do you want for the decorations it's like I want Spider-Man for the front door I want El Toro Loco and I want we don't talk about Bruno he didn't want Mo, um, Encanto he wanted Bruno don't know why he's never watched the movie he just loves the song so we found a backdrop that says it has Maribel saying, we talk about Bruno, and Bruno is the main character of the poster. Well, Madame Min and other, uh, and Mother uh, Goffle character backups erected for villainous treat trails at Oogie Boogie Bash in California Adventure, they also are going to have a Bruno area. So Bruno will be making appearances at Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, I heard a lot of people are complaining about the characters they're bringing out for Oogie Boogie, though, a lot of people are complaining. Like, as in, I mean, and they also have um, Ernesto de la Cruz as well. Oh, that um, was amazing. That was a, that was even that's a robot, isn't it? That's a no. That's 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 a that's a person in it. That was a dude. Oh yeah, my god, it looks yeah, so at first, good. I, at first, I thought it was. I'm like, there's that movement is way too fluid, way too much. There's there's no way. And then I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's a dude in it. But it's perfect because he's in skeleton outfit, so you could really hide a lot of, you know, all he's got to wear is, you know, a, a black unitard um, with that on it. But why are they saying that they're they're not like 
not like it or whatnot. So the apparently, they're they, I think people don't like the fact they bring out random characters. So like they have, um, what's the name of the chick? As as Esmeralda is the yeah the chick from um Punchback in Notre Dame. I guess they have her in it, and, you know, I guess they're saying that they're not, like, super villainous. And I'm like, look, I go, I get that you want the villainous thing. You want to have the headless horseman. But I wouldn't mind having Country Bear Jamboree dudes out there wearing costumes. You have Mickey Mouse out there wearing a costume. You have Goofy wearing a costume. You have all the characters wearing costumes. Why can't you have other people wearing costumes? I want to see Woody in a different outfit. Have him be goth. You know what I mean? Have him be a vampire. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and, and I mean, and the things are, you know, you only have, you know, it's villains gross. So obviously, it's all villains out there. And you're going to have, I mean, you can only have like a limited number of them there, anyways. And it's called Oogie Boogie Bash. So you got to have Oogie Boogie there um, on it. And then kind of having some, some new ones out there. Um, and the other thing is, if you don't like it, don't pay the money to go to it. Or don't yeah. go to that one. You don't have to go there. You know, Madam uh, Madam Mim looks awesome. Like you said, Ernest de la Cruz looks awesome. Um, uh, Bruno looks great. And I guess they're saying that I haven't seen the video of it, but like the mannerisms and whatnot that the one cast member does uh -huh. uh, is like spot on. They say it is because how kind of, you know, Bruno's, you know, shifty and, and whatnot. Um, you know, they say he's does it awesome. So I, I don't know. It's interesting. People want to find something to complain about. We, we we talk about this every time we do the podcast. People just want something to complain about. Now, whether they hate their life, whether they hate the you know the changes being made. Here's the problem: you don't have any right to do that because guess what? My son loves Bruno. Randomly, there's so many characters that people like that don't have representation, and Disney knows. Like, obviously, we like we always say, this is about making money. This is not about, you know, but they do want to make some people happy. So if you don't like a specific character, hey, it, hey, that's fine. More power to you. But take a chill pill. Right, right, exactly. So, but. Take I a mean, chill pill. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool because this is something new that they've done for the, uh, the Halloween party. Um, you know, it seems like it's been there forever, but remember we had those COVID years so but it's nice that they brought it back um especially the you know how they call it villains grove and it's back there by you know the redwood adventure trail so it's cool that they're um you know using that that area and doing the mini backdrops yes. and everything for it so and then that means you know next year they'll have you know somebody new over there see so who's going to be new so everyone's like oh wait who's who's going to be new you know we're going to be interesting you know then it stuff kind of leaks or you start seeing you know they start setting stuff up it's like oh my oh that, that background looks like you know this one or that one so it's it's cool it's interesting and you have the people like hey i want a villain's park you know how many times have you heard hey you know they need, need to do a third gate and just do like a villain's park or do a land that's just um just villains um you what's know, that and, what's that game you play that's the villains game villainous Okay, so I mean, obviously, yeah. there's there's a calling for it, right? Right, exactly. And the thing is, with uh, so much stuff under the Disney umbrella, you have Marvel, you have Star Wars, um, you have Pixar. I mean, you have just Disney in 
general as as well um then you i guess you could start going out you know you got like you know 20th century fox or what i mean you could pull a lot um into it so it, i mean it, i mean and that's, and I'm sure and that's the, just... they're, they're creating an experience and that's the thing people got to realize no matter how much you hate this hate that they're creating an experience right so right and i wonder how long it'll be you know just a matter of time or whatnot before they start introducing some type of villains into the park whether it be you know a land a ride an area and then you know if they see so much foot traffic and everything going there then just to expand expand it out because they could do so much so much with it i mean i um, did think i did think of you when i saw this i saw this um it was an old wooden roller coaster that legitimately a pro worker has to stand in the middle of the roller coaster that he's a legit brakeman, like a train. He has oh. to hand apply the brakes. Right. That's awesome. <clears throat> That's funny. But and I mean, I mean, well, there, and, there's and so the much. Is, if you do a villain's area, all it has to be is villain's area. It doesn't have to be like oh, this area is this, this area is that. It could just be almost like Fantasyland. You got Pinocchio over here. You got Snow White over here. You know, you got Mr. Toad over here, Peter Pan over here, and all of those are all set in different areas um, of basically the world, different countries, where you could do that in the, in the villains too. It doesn't necessarily need to have, um, be from a particular area mm -hmm. um, on it. It's just, villains in general so i mean they could even create some sort of storyline that was like a villain's area and do a jumbled ride i mean okay when mr toad i remember we wrote it the last time we were there just because i was like it can't be as bad as the internet says it's bad it's really bad mr toad's wild ride is bad you it end, is not you end in hell you end in hell the devil himself is judging you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, people uh, fail to people fail to remember that Alice in Wonderland was written by a dude on LSD. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you know these stories. Oh, they're happy, blah 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 blah. Then you look at it and you're like, this is this is not. Yeah, no, thank you. But right. Um, but yeah, I mean, just. To couple things to wrap up here like i said more stuff has kind of come out uh so they did do a model and uh yes we just um, talked we me and tim <laughs> talked about before we started yes right of um uh why can i think of it uh splash mountain tiana the tiana cover yeah, tiana's, oh, yeah. Bayou, uh, tiana's bayou adventure so uh, um it'll be oh oh will include animatronics, including Tiana, and will introduce 16 new characters. So that's cool. But um, it shows it. Uh, it's not going to. So the, the tree from Splash Mountain is going to be completely gone. It's mm -hmm. not going to have. Remember before they had like the boat wedged in it um, up there. That's not going to be uh, not going to be in it. So it kind of stinks to see that. Um, yeah. Gone. But um, it's it's going to be. Um, it's going to look really cool, um, and especially at night. Um, and then 
they are going to have a Tiana's Place restaurant coming to um, New Orleans Square as well. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Which that makes sense because they're trying to um, they're trying to basically build it up. You know what I mean? Because I mean that area is going to be Tiana now. That's what it's going to be. So I'm glad they're bringing the restaurant because the restaurant seems like it's a great idea. And um, maybe they're going to get better beignets. I don't know because I'm trying to think. I don't even know what's over there. I think they have like a uh, Wolfgang puck type thing. So um, Tim had to take off. The baby started crying. So um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, Mr. J, Mr. Stranger, Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Um, we greatly appreciate everything. Um, it's always fun to come out here and talk about the things that me and Tim are passionate about. So uh, thank you guys all for hanging out with us. Let Make sure you go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. If you are into golf or anything like that, make sure to check out my videos on YouTube under FOMOCast. Chris, I think it is. Or no, it's under FOMOCast, I think. And I do some reviews of a box and I have some codes in there. So uh, thank you guys all for coming on this journey with us. We will see you guys next time.